0: six names to share with you and you tell me what they have in common. JT Brubaker, Mike Burrows, Vince Velasquez. Yeah, I know this is easy. Max Kranich, Rwanzi Contreras, and Ryan Barucki. Yeah, that's right. At one point or other, they've all had Tommy John surgery. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovachowicz of DK Pittsburgh Sports and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins, the other two teams in town that I cover, and I hope you'll check those out as well. Found an amazing piece of research, just stumbled upon it, just one of those social media, I'm flipping my thumb through a bunch of things, and I saw a breakdown of the percentage of Major League Baseball pitchers, meaning all of them, who have had Tommy John surgery at any point in their careers. That could include college, high school, whatever, okay? Pitchers who have had Tommy John in their lifetimes. This is gonna blow you away. For this year, for 2023, the percentage of all pitchers in the majors who've had Tommy John is 35.3%. I am not kidding. I wish I was. Now, understand, to repeat this, that doesn't mean that 35.3% of all pitchers had Tommy John in the year 2023. It means that that's the percentage of anybody who pitched in the big leagues. Anybody. By the way, they don't count on purpose, this, this research in position players who pitched. Just actual pitchers who've had this specific operation was thirty five point three percent, and it was in an all time high. If I went back eight years, this is the progression at which that percentage rose. In twenty sixteen, it was twenty seven point four percent, then twenty five point nine, then twenty eight point five, then thirty point eight, then thirty two point zero. Stayed at 32.0, COVID year, 34.4, and then now this, 35.3. So it just keeps getting higher. Now, there are all kinds of theories for this. The one that probably makes the most sense is actually a positive, which is that more pitchers can now come back from Tommy John, or even a second Tommy John, and continue to pitch. That's what Brubaker is aiming to do. JT's obviously had a couple of these now. JT is really determined, trust me on that, to come back. He's not about to fold. He really, really is looking to 2024 and to helping the Pirates. So that alone is going to raise the number because more of those pitchers are going to stay in the game. They're going to persist. But that just can't be it. That can't account for all of it. And that's where the theories, like everything else that goes with pitching injuries, fly all over creation. It's everyone throws harder than ever now. It's there's more emphasis on pitching spin and biomechanics and now everybody's trying things that might not necessarily be great for their arm. And then there's the new factor in all of this, and it does come up as well, which is the pitch clock. If you're being forced, and you are, to pitch at a pace that's unfamiliar to you or uncomfortable for you, there's an adjustment there. That doesn't mean that the pitch clock causes Tommy John It just means that it's another interruption in the routine. And you know what? I'm going to throw in yet another. A longtime executive in baseball was telling me, this was just a handful of years ago, not that long ago, about learning of more and more stories in which very young pitchers were being sent for Tommy John. And I don't even want to get into the ages because it'll freak you out. But very young. And in some cases, you might want to sit down for this part, but in some cases, parents were having their kids, their young pitchers, get preemptive Tommy John. Like replace the ligament that's there, that's the normal human ligament, with the stronger thing that comes in as a substitute like wow okay if you want to if you want to find out more about that go read up on it google it i don't even want to know okay but this was coming from someone who would very much be aware of that sort of thing so we might even be Either on the frightening dawn of people seeing Tommy John as a preemptive strike against Tommy John. Or that it's just now more of an option A than it used to be in the past. In the past, this was seen as a just a death knell for a pitching career. And you'd have guys who would come back, but they'd be famously all over the place. And every time they didn't succeed, whether it was fair or not, whether it was because of the elbow surgery or not, they would be labeled as "oh, Tommy John guys who can no longer throw, which might not even have been related. But that was the stigma. And it was a bad, bad stigma. That's no longer the case. Look, a pitcher gets hurt and they find out that they've got to have Tommy John, they're devastated. Okay, I'm not underplaying that part. Uh, everyone on that list that I rattled off at the beginning of this episode, everyone took it very, very hard. JT probably harder than anyone because it was his second time, and he really felt like he was in for a solid 2023 season. Finally, this is a conversation that we had back in Bradenton. He was going to have a year that he entered without any sort of inning limits, nothing. This was just going to be go out and pitch. And then that happens. But it's not as dire as it used to be. And I think that's part of this number thing as well. Last thing I'll say on this important subject, this is why that dude is standing on second base at the end of the game. Meaning when it's extra innings. This is why this happens. If you want to make an argument against the automatic runner at second, better come up with a good, intelligent way to replace all those pitcher innings that are saved. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. Today's J1Q comes from Sam, who says, DK, I'm, I'm with you about the rule changes, almost. interrupt Sam here for a second. Yesterday's episode was just an overwhelming, ringing endorsement of all of Rob Manfred's rule changes. I almost sound like his PR arm, for crying out loud. Anyway, Sam continues, I do loathe the automatic runner at second in extra innings. It reminds me... Of my friends and I as kids, when we would only have four players to play a baseball game, we made up rules like doubles or nothing. I believe it cheapens the sport. It's not enough that double headers, and I mean one game after another, were taken away because, yeah, I know money. I love the pitch clock, but not the automatic runner. Do you think they will ever go back to a normal extra inning baseball with no runner second? No. No. Thanks for listening, everybody. No, No, Sam, they really won't. They really won't. They are... In a position right now where they've gone through two full years of saving pitcher innings. When you talk to people inside the game, in particular, the field manager, even more so than the pitching coach, because the pitching coach isn't the one who puts their, their, their careers or uh, professional lives at stake. The pitching coach isn't the one that assigns them to be out there. The pitching coach isn't the one that goes and hooks them off the mound. It's the manager that does that. The manager fears, and I mean that term advisedly, going into every game, nothing more than how am I going to fill these innings. They get a report on their desk around 3 or 4 in the afternoon, every day, before every game, that tells them, who's available out of the bullpen, who's kind of available out of the bullpen, and then who's really only available if you hate his guts, okay, out of the bullpen. And their worst case scenario isn't blowing a nine-run lead. Their worst case scenario isn't that they bring on the wrong guy, And something happens in the seventh or the eighth or the ninth or whatever, and the team goes on to a tough loss. No, ask any of them. Their worst case scenario is that they get to the 12th or 13th inning and they don't have anyone. Now you're bumping up a starter, you're utilizing somebody who, you know, might be a long guy who you know for a fact absolutely stinks and has no business being in the majors. And there's no pitching staff anywhere, no matter your payroll, that's carrying around enough guys to cover that. That leads you to the GM. The GMs hate this almost as much. The GMs are now freaking out. It's 13th, 14th, 15th inning, and they're making calls to Indianapolis or if they can't get somebody from, let's say, Indianapolis to Anaheim in time for the next game, they got to try some other ways to adjust or claim somebody off waivers or whatever it is. They've got to get an actual functional arm that's available to them or two or three of them the very next morning. Saturday night game, Sunday afternoon game they love the runner at second it has nothing to do with oh what's the word I'm looking for here the purist the, you know the purity of the game or whatever that's gone okay the purity of the game didn't get ruined by having a dude stand in at second to start an inning the purity of the game got ruined when what was that number again? of every single pitcher in the majors has had Tommy John. That can't be ignored. That can't just be, oh, well, that's not how it was when I was growing up. You know why it wasn't? Because those guys just disappeared. There was no Tommy John surgery back then. You remember, vividly, the older ones among you. Nolan Ryan. Bob Gibson, uh, more recently, you know, Randy Johnson, Curt Schilling, the guys who were the real horses who could just take the ball and get you 32 starts without even thinking a second thought. But nobody mentions, unless it was someone truly great like a Sandy Koufax, who was forced to retire because of injury at a very young age, no one mentions the guys who just vanish they just poof. Where did they go? Who knows? They just didn't come back the following year. You had nowhere near the information sphere that's available now. Between television, the internet, and all that other stuff. They just weren't there when you went to the ballpark the following spring. Well, now they are. Now they're trying to battle back. And they are very much a part of the game. And so is pitcher health. And I will be... Here I go again with Manfred, but I will tip my cap all day long to the commissioner for these rules. All of them. They were all winners. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We're gonna do this again tomorrow.